0: The sleepless roam and the insomniacs gather. A place where you will experience nightmares without having to sleep. Time loses all meaning when you are in a state of dormancy. Welcome to Night Owl. Aunt Monday is just the worst? For me, it all started with the alarm clock that jolted me awake while I was in the middle of a pleasant dream. Most nights were filled with strange and vivid imagery and the ever so often nightmare. But to have a pleasant dream was not an every night occurrence. I constantly reach for the snooze button, with the hope of falling asleep again, and maybe, just maybe, entering that wonderful place once more, only to have it snatched away from me, as the alarm clock was relentless and persistent in waking me up. Now I was definitely going to be late, and the boss was not going to be happy, although he hardly ever is in a good mood. I quickly got dressed and while half running, I fed something to eat from the kitchen. There wasn't any time to sit down and have a decent breakfast. So I grabbed the first thing that looked edible, which in this case was a granny of apple from the fruit basket. To make matters worse, it was peak hour and the traffic was moving slowly, bumper to bumper. I proceeded to make a right turn at the intersection. Then suddenly my car lost power. The engine light was blinking and the car gave a last few shudders before coming to a complete stop at the side of the road. I got out of the car and opened the bonnet to see what was going on. Nothing unusual, no smoke coming from the engine bay. Maybe this was a good sign. I turned the key into the ignition and gave it another go. But the car only sounded like a horse in distress. Fuck it, it was Monday alright. All that was left to do now was to take out my phone and call roadside assistance. I felt a sense of pride that I took out the roadside plan a few months ago. But that feeling quickly changed to frustration when the operator responded with... Just sit tight, sir. All our vehicles are busy at the moment, but we will send someone to your location as soon as possible. More than 10 minutes have passed now, and there was still no sign of any assistance. In the distance, I noticed a middle-aged man slowly limping his way towards me, his body weight supported by a crutch on either side. After a minute or so, when the man finally approached the driver's side door, I already rolled up my window a bit more than halfway and locked all my doors. One couldn't be too careful. Who knows what crazies roam the streets nowadays? Hello, sir. You by any chance going in that direction? The man pointed with his finger further down the road. No, sorry, my car broke down. I'm waiting for the towing company, I explained to the man, while at the same time thinking to myself that, even if I didn't have car troubles, I wouldn't pick up hitchhikers. We weren't living in the 80s anymore. But the man was very determined and kept asking for a lift. And the more I outlined the seriousness of the situation to him, the more the man didn't seem to grasp it. After more minutes had passed, the man was still standing beside my window. But the conversation had now shifted in a completely different direction. The man turned around and pointed to a big building that was nearby. you see that hospital over there? Yes, sure, I said. Suddenly I remembered that hospital as being one of the worst state hospitals in the region. I had a couple of friends and family members who had bad experiences at that hospital. He usually went in with a cold or a flu and came out limping like this poor man beside my car. They are killing the patients there. There are doctors and nurses who deliberately write wrong medication. Even switching the medication of patients. The man looked very serious and worried but then he continued. Here, let me show you. I got proof. The man took out his phone and scrolled down to his photo gallery. Then he proceeded to hand me his phone through the window. The image I saw on the phone was of a man lying in a hospital bed. He appeared to be at least in his fifties, I presumed, by his smoky gray hair and world-weary face. He looked very sick, but how you suspect a person to look when they were in the hospital. The man told me to scroll to the left again and as I did, I saw the same man in the hospital bed. But in this image he looked very unresponsive, maybe even dead. That's the photo I took when the nurses weren't looking. That's just after they injected him with something and a short while after that he was pronounced dead. The man now sounded scared, his voice trembling as he spoke. He told me to continue scrolling through the photos. And there were more patients, some of them which looked pretty banged up. While others had tubes and other weird stuff inserted in their noses, arms and who knows where else. There was even a video that showed where a nurse switched off the ventilator of a patient. And you could hear the beep sound the heart monitor machine made after the heart stopped. At this point my car trouble seemed to be nothing compared to the horror that was being displayed in front of me. Being scared myself now, I rolled down the window a bit and asked the man with the crutches what his name was. He said his name is Kevin and that he was one of the lucky ones that managed to escape the ordeal. He told me that he wanted to take the the photos and the evidence to the police, to the newspapers or even to social media. But he was too afraid of the consequences. He also warned me to never go to that hospital. I was about to hand him his phone back when Kevin asked me to scroll down to the left one more time and as I did, I started shaking so bad because of what I saw that the phone fell out of my hands onto the floor. I felt that I couldn't breathe. The photo was me lying on a table. It's only when I saw the tag around my ankle containing my name and surname and time of death that I knew I was in the morgue, probably in that same hospital, but before I could utter a word or even make a sound, the darkness consumed me and the last thing I heard before losing consciousness was the voice of Kevin fading out slowly, getting softer and sounding distant. Do you understand?